Okay, you ready to start this show? Uh, your host of the evening is a really funny dude. Um, I forgot his last name, but I've seen him before and he's really funny. Uh, give it up for Mike. Coming to you live on tape from the lucky 13th floor of a commercial high-rise in beautiful Beverly Hills adjacent California. From the studios of Sirius XM West, boasting an obstructed view of the world-famous Hollywood sign, this is The Tully Show. I am your host, Mike Tully. Joining me today, the man who puts the cunt in country. A man once described by Rolling Stone as, quote, unfathomably obscene. The Outlaws Outlaw music sensation, Wheeler Walker Jr., Thanks for having me, man. Really appreciate it. Sorry, guest number two couldn't make it, but um, Greg Fitzsimmons is supposed to be. I did his podcast last year. Good guy, and uh, fuck him for not showing up. Well, you can say actually. That. It's actually I don't care because it gives me more time to talk. Right. So you are um, a controversial musician. Yeah, it wasn't really the point, but uh, really, yeah. I mean, didn't I, see that coming. Well, I didn't. I think I didn't see it coming because I didn't think anybody was going to listen to it. Or I didn't think it was going to get out there. I mean, I guess in my – you always hope you're going to be you know, popular enough to get controversial. You can't be controversial and anonymous, so I guess the two uh, ended up working out well together. Right. Um, God knows how many two live crews never made it out of – Yeah, well, I actually talked about that the other day because I, I don't know if you read about this, but there's this website that does pre-sales. I got a new album coming out. Yes, you do. I, I, I don't need to – We'll do plenty of plugs throughout it, but um, looking so forward we, to them. So, yeah, yeah, get get ready. Um, uh, so this company Pledge Music, right, that I, does I pre-sales, them. yeah, and they took. They said it was a it was the first campaign they've ever taken off. Uh, they stopped pre-selling. They said they got too many complaints, and what happened was, uh, my fan. They actually just without telling me, they just dropped my fucking album, and uh, stopped selling it. And um, now that I'm uh, I don't say a big name, but a bigger name. I just, I, I just get my, my problem is I get too pissed off. So I called my, my people. My people is just like one d- fat dude sitting around. <laughs> called up Billboard magazine, like fuck these dudes, and we just went at them and uh-huh. started a big fight. And my fans went on a because Pledge Music was selling, pre-selling uh, this uh, uh, three eleven album, and sure. they went on and trolled. rap, rap and metal. Yeah, you get both, one both tidy package in one, t- well, in one shitty package, and the. <laughs> And they they trolled 311's page, and they were asking me to stop it. And I'm like, man, I can't, t- you know, I'm not going to put out a tweet like this company that fucked me over. Can you be nicer to them? Leave you know? 311 alone. Yeah, well, they exactly. And s- someone sent me a pic. It was actually funny. It was a picture of a house with a with a spray paint on it. it said 311 was an inside job. <laughs> yeah. So this yeah. is good news for you, right? Any, any con- like that kind of shit too. Yeah. And, we're, and we're starting to get and and I don't have the specifics now, but we're starting to get banned. It's getting word that the album's going to be banned from the chains and stuff like that. Well, sure. Well, I'm I mean, what are some of the song titles for people who don't know? Well, the f- first single, if I'm sure America's already heard it on their local radio station, is called Pussy King. It's huge. Yeah, I mean, it's uh set in record. I think it's they they told me it's bigger than that Adele song, Hello. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. A minor hit by comparison. Yeah, um, and uh, they said it's the new Billy Jean, but I, I, I don't there's, know. There's a song about uh, is it uh, oh, putting things in your butt? Yeah, you've heard the new. By the way, so you have a, an insight that most people don't have, which is the record comes out June second, but yeah. not that many people have heard it. You're one of the few because, and I appreciate that you're you're on on you're on the inside. But yeah, the song about sh- showing a girl showing a finger on my ass. There's a there's a it gets pretty raunchy, and I think the thing that pisses off, because my, like I said, my goal was not an attack against Nashville, but it ended up being that because Music City got so scared about what I was doing. Again, when I start, mm-hmm. it's a combination. I think number one is because I'm selling records, talking like normal people fucking talk. Scares them. I don't them. know that all normal people talk like sure. your lyrics. Well, that's true, but most people curse and talk about. Say, yeah, most dudes talking like, "Hey, man, I've don't say I made the way that don't talk like a country song." They don't go, "Yeah, man, I had last night. I had a beer and I made love to a woman." They go, "I just fuck this chick." You know, that's how people, yeah. people I know at least. Mm. But I think it honestly had more to do with that. I released the album myself, and it was beating some of the big la- label artists. So I think that was probably what pissed them off more. 
So I kind of rip. It's really the new album's more of a road album. You know, it's about life on the road as a big star, which is right. perhaps not so true. But Well, you can only uh, write what you know, right? Exactly. And about, you know, women on the road. You know, your, your typical road album, but also... Uh, uh-huh. Am I close enough to the mic, by the way? Yeah, you're fine. Thank you for asking. Um, cause my, apparently, I, I don't get close enough. Um, and, but a lot of shit about the shit I have to deal... It's really... This project has become something... You know, because I was bumping around Nashville for years and never getting anywhere, but I just decided to let, I think it was one of the questions on your questionnaire about, you know, like a, like a good, good, one of the best decisions I made was just no more, not censoring myself, just okay. go for it. I'm, right. It's my album. I'm going to do what I want. No mm-hmm. censoring myself. I'm just going to just say what I want to say. No filters. I feel like we hear this story more and more. This is, this is like the, the default creation myth of a lot of the big entertainment of our time is somebody talked about in this show last week Jillian McCullough said that Louis C.K. was doing jokes about the bank and then one night just got up on stage well, and I, said, someone told me that's that's what um, uh, Richard Pryor did too because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of similarities between what I do and what a lot of comedians do um, I think uh, <laughs> right. you know, if you look at it from a certain angle there's almost a comedic element to your music yeah well it's funny because I get pissed when it's called comedy because it's on the comedy it was the second According to Billboard, it was the second biggest comedy album of last year. That's outside of your control. But uh, to me, it's not. But the problem is what they say. You know, the truth is funny. I guess you know me singing a ballad called "Fuck You, Bitch." I get why. Like I'm not dumb. I see why it's funny. Yeah. But to me, it was just like when she walked out, I was pissed. And I was under my breath. I'm just like "Fuck You, Bitch." I'm like, why don't I write instead of just "Miss You, Girl"? I'll just write "Fuck You, Bitch" and see what happens. Right. Um, it's catchy. Yeah. I mean, it, it worked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, you know, that's how I, I built my my mansions and my. Uh, and bought a bunch of Arby's franchises from it. <laughs> Arby's. Yeah. Well, you, you know, got in while the getting was good, and uh, yeah, I was just I th- I think, and not I don't want to kiss your ass too much, but it's not, but but um yeah, and you don't mind, but I think what we're talking about here about just doing what you want, and not listening to what you're supposed to do. We live in a world now where you where you can um, there's ways to get that shit out there without having. T- like I make a dirty record, which obviously can't play it on fucking radio, can't do it anywhere. Whereas, you know, even two live crew, but it, even before that, David Allen Coe, those guys, David Allen Coe is a guy who sometimes I get compared to just because he made dirty country records. But there was a, you know, I, I hate to say it, but a bit of a racist element to it, which I don't, you know, I'd stay away from. Although I do, lo- David Allen Coe to me is a great art, legitimate country artist. But back, he sold his albums out of the back of a of a biker magazine. I put it on iTunes, I put it on Amazon, and I go around like here to podcasts. I go, there's so many alternate forms of media. I go to YouTube, I do YouTube sh- shows. I'm going to be doing a podcast hopefully soon. And like I tell, like when I do the other pod, like Rogan is now the Tonight Show. He sure is. You know, and like. And it's not surprising when he has James Hetfield for two hours. Yeah, exactly. Well, I did, I did Rogan last year and got, I mean, uh, um, an, someone, uh, like a guy who, who works with me said, uh, it was an artist the same week who did SNL, and I got more of a sales bump from Rogan than the, that artist did from Saturday Night Live, which I be, which I believe he was telling me the truth. Yeah, I think we're at that tipping. I point. I think we're at that tipping point where right. you know, and, and and like Mark Maron was talking about it recently too. Like there is no mainstream media. There's just you know, it's almost like people they love Mike Tully. You know, if they, they come on, you come on here. Yeah, may not have the numbers of a. Of a Fallon, but it, it may the, though. I mean, nobody, it may, I mean, no, I don't, I don't, but, 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 but what I'm trying to say is, but the people who listen, listen because they love you and they, if you say you like something, they dig it. And you know, well, I think that it's that's more specialized, yeah, you know? right. Well, this ties into this theory that you know, it, it Andy Warhol said in the future, everybody will be famous for 15 minutes. Nowadays, it's everybody will be famous for 15 people. And you would rather. I've heard that. That's a new one. It's kind of good, right? Yeah. And you would rather be from. And this is what we're doing is the intersection of art and commerce. So you got to satisfy both of those beasts. You would rather have a hundred thousand passionate fans than uh, the t- the ten million people that might be watching SNL who are sitting there going, "Man, this show used to be funnier," or whatever. Well, that's the thing. Passively what, watching. I think that's what because, my, my friend was telling me was like, yeah. Everyone who listened to Rogan bought mm-hmm. your record because yes. they because Rogan said to buy it. Two mm-hmm. percent of the people watching SNL bought that artist record. That's they, exactly they right. They were the musical guest halfway through. They were half falling asleep. Mm-hmm. The show maybe wasn't as funny when the artist went on. I'm not saying that great artists aren't on there and do it does well for them, 
My buddy Sturgill fucking killed it there a couple weeks ago. He did. Um, so there's still that stuff too, and you know. But I'm just saying now that we're in a place where you know Fallon or whoever it is says they won't have me on. There's other places to go, which is was not a, a, available years ago. So, and I I'd love to say I was more, it was planned out like that, but it wasn't. It was just the album I wanted to make, mm-hmm. and then we start trying to figure out how to get the word out and. Lo and behold, there's places to go. You, you know? just speak from the heart, and Pussy King is what comes exactly, out. Exactly. Well, I mean, it was that song is was more like a, you know, like I said, to me, it's not comedy. It's it's me just speaking from the heart, even though it's as ridiculous as that sounds. But it's it's like um, um, you go on the road, you know, you're playing, everyone's after you, and like you know, quote unquote, get any girl you want, which is not true because you got to get on the fucking bus and leave the, t- you know, what am I do? Take this girl with me and drop her off in some random city. Probably not going to be worth yeah. it. Even if you do, even if she's exactly. on board, but, even if she's on board with that plan. Exactly. So it basically, it, it, it was my twist of like, Oh, now I'm a big star. I'm going to get all these girls. And it ended up not honestly, not really happening. So my twist on it was just like, I'm the fucking put, you know, like I'll just pretend I'm the pussy just because girls are after, you know, want a piece of wheeler so uh, you know i'll just it's almost like you know michael jackson was a the king of pop and elvis is the king it's like the only one left like i'll be pussy king you know yeah nobody else is claiming that (laughs) i think i think i got it to myself it is funny enjoy it that the mainstream culture is crumbling but it seems like rather than becoming watered down it's kind of the same thing that it always was only it gets smaller and smaller network television knows that there's still millions of people, many of them are aged, but there are millions of people who want the ba-dum-bum setup punchline. And this is nowhere more evident, I think, than it's almost like boring white bread pop culture's last stand is contemporary country music. Yeah, well, that's the thing is because I part of my thing was I love country music and to me it's some ways the new rock and roll because you can go out and see killer players play which you can't really do much in rock anymore that's true um, they got guitars yeah they they play guitars and, and other most of most of the guys are you know there's very little lip syncing we were talking a little bit before the show there's I mean nothing I mean another question on your little questionnaire I mean yes I do have the Tully show um, guest questionnaire feel free to refer to that <laughs> um, what was the what was the question here something about regretting something or like wish yeah, I, I wish think, I'd done was right my favorite instrument is the pedal steel yeah and I wish I'd learned it mm-hmm. but it's a little late now but nah, I, I that's just, an old man's game yeah but it's finding a pedal steel player is hard enough but if you're in person and watching one a guy killing on the pedal steel ain't nothing like it so you can't really see that kind of shit anymore it gets under your skin yeah, I mean to go out and see a killer country. I mean that's what I was trying to do. Get, put together some killer country, and unfortunately, when I sang, I don't know if "unfortunately" is the right word, but I sing and it just kind of comes out. The I don't, I don't do second drafts. I guess you know most people just spit it out and then fix it up for the radio, but I don't do that. So. Yeah, yeah, Biggie worked the same way, I think. Well, yeah, I don't get a lot of comparisons to him, but I should. <laughs> you you know. should. Well, it just yeah, started I mean, now. someone, someone, you know, it's a little. There's, there's definitely some because. The way I kind of describe it is growing up in Kentucky, I am, um, you know, you get into that kind of hip hop culture. Like, I remember being a, like, you would be at a buddy's house and you'd be in his room and you're, you got NWA played low, you know, and Ice Cube's rapping or whatever. Then you go out to the hallway, go to the bathroom, and this dude's parents are listening to Waylon. And you're walking back in the hall, you're walking back to his room and you can kind of, you can hear the, the honky tonk and the pedal steel, but you can also hear Ice Cube screaming fuck the police from from your buddy's room it's like i always feel like i'm I'm making music in that hallway from when i was a kid when i was hearing those disgusting words this sounds like the first three minutes of the the kid rock biopic yeah exactly yeah um uh yeah i don't like i mean nothing against kid rock but i don't think i'm in that world but you know people probably some similar fans i don't know i feel like let me throw a theory at you I, of course, acknowledge that there's lots of great country music. It would be ridiculous to suggest otherwise, but there's, I don't think, outside of maybe pop music, I can't think of another genre where so much of what succeeds in the genre and has succeeded in the last 20 years is just objectively awful. Yeah, well, my, I mean... My, my, th- my theory is this about, about country music. People who like the country music that does well nowadays, they don't actually like music they like stories, and they uh, they like to have someone sing them 
a story, and then like a child, they like to have that person then repeat the same story every night to them over and over again. Because you can't be there for the melody. You've heard that melody one million times. Well, the, the, the quote I always use is from one of my heroes named Steve Earle, who actually said, which is, um, I don't know if you know Steve Earle at all, but he actually said this. And I do. He kind of whispered it under his breath in an interview, but I, I just keep repeating it. He said country music nowadays has become hip-hop for white people who are afraid of black people. Because it's really, they put all those beats in now, it's become pop music, but mm -hmm. it's like, but safe subjects, you know? It'll take, it'll yeah. take like the, 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 the kids bop version of anything that's happening in the culture. You'll get your little wiki wikis in the background. Yeah. They'll they, go, they'll do EDM. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fucking dog shit. And honestly, to be honest, because I'd been, I'd been away from, I don't listen to country radio and wasn't when I was making my record. And I was listening to a playback in the studio, Fuck You Bitch. And I was like, this is a hit, guys, you know? I go, well, I should clean it up. It'll be a hit. I don't mean with fuck you, bitch. I was like, if I should do a, a clean version, this is a hit. And they look at me like, you listen to country radio recently? And I hadn't. They go, go listen. So I went down to my car that night and listened for about like an hour. Mm -hmm. It was fucking shit. It, you know what it was? It's, a, it's pop artists who can't make it in pop. They're like, you can't make it. Listen, you're not pretty enough or have the better enough songs to make it here. Add a little twang and go over to yeah. country, and you can, it's like the minor leagues, right? Yeah. Where yeah, in the old days right. it used to be the bad, baddest motherfuckers, Waylon, Willie, all those guys. Mm -hmm. um, and nowadays it's just really it's just watered down pop. You know, like you said, singing about instead of singing about um, it, whatever, and it's, it's it's singing about trucks and co and coolers and beers and shit like that. I mean, a lot of the stuff. I don't know why it's not considered pop. It really is. Um, it is pop. Of course it's pop. Um, why Why do you think people are willing to tolerate shit music in general? And here's what I mean by that. Take fashion. Like, Doc Martens came out with Doc Martens, and people go, those are cool. And then probably the next year, a year, two years later, Doc Martens made like a little twist on that. And then people went, no, no, I actually like the original one. And then that's just the one that goes. When, when, when products come out that are new that are that aren't better than the existing ones people reject them and keep on going with the ones that are tried and true why would you choose to listen to crap country music when there is so much easily accessible good well, country music shouldn't the old stuff be still well, burying that's the what a lot of people and i have a lot of fans who like man i don't listen to country man you i don't listen to country music but i listen to you i get that a lot and i'm like dude you got a world ahead i mean you can go to Go to the records. I wish I could be in your position to go to the record store and hear Waylon for the first time, hear Hank for the, you know, all these guys. You, you got a world to listen to right now. But I think kind of the way I always look at it is I think, and you're a music guy too, I think it's like, um, uh, I think in general there's just like, M Michael Jordan cares a lot more about basketball than we do. You know, he just cared more. Mm -hmm. I think there's people like me and probably you, it sounds like, just grew up, music was my life. It's all I cared about. Yeah. And I was so passionate about it, and mm -hmm. I just think for other people, it's even less than a hobby. It's just so, it's just a button on their stereo in their car. Yes, I know. And I think so. It's I mean, I, I get mad at them, but in in some ways, it's just music's not important to them. It's just like whatever's on the radio, they'll just they'll listen to it. It's between. I mean, they probably like the commercials as much as the fucking songs, or you know, the 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 DJ giveaway about you know. It, it's sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's so cynical to say, but that it's just um, it allows them to not be alone with their own thoughts. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, you're singing about beer. I I drink beer too. That's an interesting. <laughs> you know, that isn't, that, isn't that weird that there's a guy on the radio singing about drinking beer and looking at girls? And uh -huh. that's what I do. Like this guy gets me. I just think I just have to come to the realization that most people don't care about music as much as I do. Um, yeah, it's interesting what you say about when you write a song that you know could be or you suspect might be able to be successful if it didn't have the lyrics that it does because um i actually if i can brag a little bit here wrote most of a, a song with my old band that was called butt town and which was about a, a it was like a boy band uh gangbang scenario well, you, you got my, my mind going crazy didn't iggy pop have a song called butt town like crazy I think you're right. I think you're right. right. This I wasn't. This is not that one. No, this was a parallel innovation. Is what they call okay, it. Hickey yeah. and I were 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 probably tuned into the same source of inspiration when we wrote our respective songs. But uh, we got AJ from the Backstreet Boys to sing on Butt Town, which Death Death Thigh recorded. If people want to check it out, and he said straight up, this this probably could have been a uh, a Backstreet Boys song. 
if you got rid about the part about five guys sodomizing. Well, I mean, that's woman. really what it comes down. I mean, it, I mean, money obviously is the is the good and evil of all of all of this shit, which is you can do this. And I mean, I've been in those situations. Mm-hmm. This will make you money. This. The money's not. You can have this person sing with you on a song. You can write with this person. You can do this and make more money, or you can. And when until it's in your face, I mean, as a kid, I was very, I was very um, uh, judgmental about you know artists selling out and all that shit. It's not until you get older and have a life that you understand the idea of selling out, um, and you understand it at least. But you don't want to as a as a listener, you don't want to listen to someone who's fucking selling out and using the newest, hippest beats. Especially in country, those new hip beats are 30 years old because they're 20 years, 30 years behind anyway. So, you know, there's so much... Um, by the way, I'm drinking sparkling water, which is why I'm kind of burping to the audience. In the, I want you to be yourself. Yeah, thank you. And um, <laughs> we can blame it on Fitzsimmons. <laughs> We're blaming this entire show yeah. on Greg Fitzsimmons. But, uh, yeah, I just think there's so much... Um, uh, Obviously, listen, if you're the head of Sony or whatever it is, your job is to make money. Your job is not – you don't get the – keep your job because you made a lot of great music that's moved people. You know, you keep your job because you sell a lot of fucking records. Yeah. Um, which is why they're trying to stop my record from coming out, and a lot of people have been coming after me. Because- right. So, so let's talk about that. So Pledge Music is this website, and you got your pre-sale up there, and a bunch of people are going to buy it now. How How did – like I'm trying to figure out if somebody puts something really objectionable on eBay, I'm never going to see that thing because I'm not searching for well, that that's thing. That's the part How I don't, do I don't understand. I mean, I mean, I also don't want to give them too much attention because I didn't know about what Pledge Music was till the week before they did it. They mm-hmm. just said it's a good place to pre-sell my records and my people put it up there. Yeah. But there was actually a band you like on, on their Steel Panther, and their 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 pre-sale said you could it come, came with a five-gallon bucket of cum. Okay. I'm like, and that's cool. Right. Whereas you, I well, think, promised um, a, your, uh, a cum-drenched poster. Yeah, well, I have a, my, my album, the pre-sale on there had a, had, a, had a blacklight poster of me that when you turn out the lights, my jizz glowed in the dark. Um, Is that real? Yeah, I had some, I was, went through some radiation treatment as a kid, so my <laughs> jizz glowed. No, um, but that's, that was the joke of it. Obviously, obviously they, they thought it was too far. And the, the part they didn't like was I said, I explained that what I just said in a video, which you actually have to physically click. Mm. So I don't know where the complaints were coming from, honestly. And there's, and, and the other part where I've kind of kept it to myself is I did do a duet on this record with an artist on a big label who I love. And I don't want to, I don't want to get this person in trouble, but, um, the album was ready to go. Manufacturing artwork, all this shit was ready to go. We had a, we had a deal set up. And this big giant company changed their fucking mind and um, said this person can't be on the record. It's going to ruin their career. Association with you, album and manufacturing pulling it out. I mean, costing me thousands of dollars, and I'm an independent artist pulling it. Like people, it's just been a, a whirlwind three weeks for me of just a lot of people coming at me. It, it feels like listen, I'm not dumb. I mean, I always say I'm, I always start a lot of sentences by saying I'm not dumb, which means I'm probably fucking dumb. Yeah, a lot of but, dumb but, people, a lot of dumb yeah, people lean on that one. Exactly, but like I understand that not part of your First Amendment rights are not the the you know having being allowed to be on pledge music. Right. It's a private um, company. They can do whatever they do want. Do whatever yeah. the fuck they want. And an artist on Sony or whoever, you know, if they don't want their artist on there and they change their mind later mm-hmm. and they, whatever. I mean, a liar is a fucking liar. But um, if I'm going to, tr- treading in these areas that I am, these controversial areas, it's just, it's caused me a lot of headaches. It's really been, which I didn't, think about before the first one just kind of snuck up on people the first record this one has really been a non-stop kind of uh um like it's been it's been a real struggle to get it out a lot of people trying to you know in my head it just feels like people are trying to stop the record from getting out mm-hmm. and that's i'll admit probably paranoia yeah but, oh, they're, but they're, they're real things like i said we just pulled the we just pulled the album for manufacturing last week and have to resubmit it okay so you're not so you're no longer manufacturing physical copies copies no of, we are but we, but, but for, for a second there we'll you're not, ahead, yeah and at the same time you uh you, you so you're fighting a battle on on two fronts you're also the place you're pre-selling it digitally i'm guessing as well yeah i mean itunes is itunes say anything itunes will but i don't think the pre-sales have started yet but yeah i will say itunes and amazon over so far have been cool about it um mm-hmm. I know they were cool with the last record. Um, my guess is a lot of those places, because a company's a company. There's probably just some dude at 
iTunes, just who probably is sick of listening to Florida Georgia online, just like, oh, this cool, this shit is cool, you know. So, but it's just the big guys who were, you know, are worried about the bottom bottom line. So, what uh-huh. you were about to say was tr- was like it all came at me at once. Like I'm set, getting ready for album number two, and all these fucking things were happening. I'm just like, is it really worth it? Um, it's a lot of fucking work to really, you know, bring filth to. And then, of course, you know, I'm just like, I don't want to get political, but you know, I would like to. Let's get you, there. You'd Let's like to, there. but I'm not just like. Everyone's just like, you know, we can't listen. You, you know, this was objectionable pussy. It's like I heard pussy. I heard the president of the United States say pussy on NBC at mm-hmm. nine in the morning on Meet the Press. It's mm-hmm. like, aren't we in a new fucking world now? Are we? See, that's exactly what I wanted to to ask you. We're talking to Wheeler Walker Jr. By the way, your new album, Old Wheeler, if all goes according to plan, will be released on. Yeah, June I, 2nd. I, I'm now like it's coming out June second. Like, there's nothing mm-hmm. they why, can do about it. Why anymore. such a long lead time? That's months from because now. I'm as a small well as a smaller artist or as an independent artist you kind of gotta do work up to because I, I I had the exact same question which is let's just put it out Beyonce style mm-hmm. ironically you gotta be like I'm not famous enough or successful enough I don't have enough money to just release it overnight which is the it's the strangest thing you gotta be pretty famous to sneak up on people yeah it's like but like her her album launch costs nothing it just she just uploaded to iTunes you know. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the night, which is what I wanted to do, but they're just like you know, I gotta to pay the bills and to pay the touring costs. I gotta make sure we sell enough records and get the word out in time. Um, and also, my goal, which is to take you know, to grab Nashville by the pussy. Speaking politically, is I want to make sure this album you know gets in the right hands of the right people. And now that I look at it, you know, thank God I did get an early start because the second we started, shit started hitting the fan and. You know, yeah. No, you might be part of the zeitgeist for sure. What do you make of of Donald Trump on on the surface of things? You would seem like a pretty strong supporter of the way he carries himself. Well, I mean, I've gotten in trouble every time I mention shit because I think what here's what annoys me is people. I don't like a lot of people associate me with because of the way I talk. They're like, you have a very and a lot of things I do are very Trump like. I admit, I admit that. Just going on Twitter, acting like a fucking dipshit, or going in front of people, you know, just like you know, my songs could you know could probably be played at any of his rallies, and people would love it. But I just my my, my bigger thing is I don't like presidents, you know. I I you know, it was kind of the same thing Obama had, which he was the underdog, and he's president, and then you're the man, you know. Right. And I, I don't know once if you're an outsider, or whatever. Once you're president, you're not. I'm I'm not. Listen, I, I love America. I want you to do well, but. Once you're the man, you're the man. Like I always, fighting authority is kind of what I do. So once you're president, you know I can't. I'm not. I'm not. Go, Mister. It's just not my personality to just like go, Mister President. Kind of. Mm. Um, the well, the other thing too. I was gonna, the only other political thing I'll really say is that country music is so is so plays it so safe that anything. I'm I'm the guy who you put him in a room of Democrats. He's a Republican. Put him in a room of Republicans. He's a d- Democrat. You know, like now that I'm out in L.A. doing press, it's like I get more conservative being out in L.A. But then I go back to Nashville and I kind of loosen up a little bit because I just want to be the. I just want to. Well, I'm push the same buttons. way. Yeah, and I, and I and I'm a big fan of uh, of you know you can call it devil's advocate, and very often it is, but it's not fun to me to have a conversation where we does we we pretend that the other side don't have any argument to make. So I'm more than happy to to be the straw man and to be like, well, the, but a lot of people feel the exact opposite of that and to lay out that case. Well, Doesn't mean I mean, you necessarily agree with the, it. The problem just, is talking about like about politics. You can get so specific. You know, where I come, I come from Kentucky, mm-hmm. and uh, Trump went. You know, told those, you know, those coal miners he was going to get their jobs back. You know, and if he doesn't, and he hasn't done it yet, you know, it's early yet, but you know, it's been six weeks. Yeah, but like, that's when I'm going to get pissed. So I'm not there. You know, okay. It's like you got to be, you got to. Um, but I'm just never. I'm. I just don't put my trust in politicians. Or that's pro- fair. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. he's not going to fucking change. I will say, you know, it's been fucking. I don't know what you think. It's been a pretty fucking wacky six. It's been crazy to watch. I mean, it's. You know, well, I, I to me, there's it's, there's two different stories going on politically. I don't, not a whole lot has happened that ought to really be all that shocking to people who were following the election. He's more or less gone in there and attempted to do pretty close to what he said. What he do you think's going? I mean, my, what do you think's going on with the Russian shit? My honest suspicion is that 
there was collusion with them for two reasons. One is that I can't imagine why people who have had contacts with like Flynn would have done that if they weren't under the impression because he told them you know that they they should do that it would seem weird for people in an administration that hadn't even been sworn in yet to go rogue and do that upon themselves and boy what a coincidence it happens to jibe with these accusations that have been made about this guy I mean, the other that, bit what, the other ahead, bit is, is just is just that he he will say he has no contact well there's two parts of this has no contact with putin and yet there's video of him saying he he knows Putin and just the weird admiration that he pushes for him. A guy who is pressing so many other stereotypical far right buttons of I say this and it fires up the base. I say this and it fire. You know, it's like the guy who's just like, yeah, let's get some beer and have a big party and then fuck some dudes. Yeah, exactly. That's like, when he brings up, as my good friend Vladimir Putin said one day, this is a yeah. real tweet. For, I mean, I'm, I can't be the only person that I see a tweet from him and I go, okay, before I react, let me make sure this really came from him because this seems like a parody account and it never is. Well, as a, you know, as a, as a proud redneck, you know, I've never been a fan of the old Ruskies, so it's like I'm w- w- willing to withhold some judgment to see if um, what's going on here, but, you know, I don't like... And, you know, we'll f- I, I assume we're going to find out one way or the other what the fuck's going on. I just hope we do. At this point, I would I would I would prefer to have truth that everybody can like facts that everybody can agree on that don't jibe with what I would like or what I believe than yet more ambiguity and yet more there's the, and yet more two narratives. Like, do I believe it's possible? Yeah. But am I biased against him? Yeah. Like acknowledge your acknowledge your biases. I totally understand where if the situation were reversed and this was Obama that we were talking talking about probably my gut reaction would be like oh that doesn't sound like barack obama to yeah, me and, I, and we don't know we don't have this information so my opinion is only worth so yeah, much like i said being a kind of a you know kentucky and coming out here to la i always get on these shows and you know i've been much better about being open-minded to you know it's cool to come out and hear other people's opinions the way i wish my other people would maybe go to kentucky more and listen to their opinions but mm-hmm. um it always gets it, it, I do like the reason I like I said I don't like talking about politics. One reason I do like talking about it is because it's a it's another fuck you to Nashville, because country artists and there are country artists I know who who um, are big country artists who aren't you know who are kind of lefty, but they won't say it because of record sales. Mm-hmm. I'm not that guy, but you know. It makes me want to do that just to piss fucking people off. Well, you see that in any given scene, there's just this stuff that you can safely say, and I don't know why the general public doesn't recognize it as such. If I'm um, a Hollywood person and I get up on stage at the Oscars and I say something that's really liberal, people are going. You, you can see the admiration in the eyes of the crowd of of, of this is this that this took some sort of bravery. To do this, when in reality you're you're pandering to the crowd, it's not hard to 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 just stick your finger in your mouth and figure out which way the wind's blowing, and to to pander to people. That's what I'm saying. If some like some huge country star, well, I you know again, speaking of someone I love, Sturgill just put out a new video that kind of was you know critical of the 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 wall Trump's wall, and Nashville's really ignored the video. It just they just pretend it doesn't exist. Mm. But to me, that's I mean, that's way more outlaw than just like showing off, you know, acting like a badass on stage. That's really pushing the system, you know, to right. me. So I always tend to go the opposite way, which is it's becoming harder and harder because I just don't know what it's hard to tell what, what way anything's going. You know, it's like I see, you know, people in my hometown who are, you know, pissed at, at uh, Trump and I see. I mean, you've got a lot of people who voted for him who are pissed at him, so it just like it's hard to figure out. Like you said, which way the wind's blowing. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone really knows right now. No, and I don't think we should. I think it's too early to to tell, and I think it's still a very real possibility that <clears throat> he settles in and smooths out the the lumps in his peanut butter and manages to navigate his way to uh, a halfway successful presidency for four, even eight years, by the standards of himself and his supporters. And then he's done. He's gone, and we get somebody else in there to kick around <laughs> afterwards. And and, well, that's and the life thing. just. 
carries mean, on. That's probably the most likely the scenario. Most, like you said, again, we we always make fun of who's in charge, so mm-hmm. that part's not new to me. It's just um, this guy seems a little more. I think I just think it's social media that's changed it. Honestly, I just don't. You know, you've never seen a, a president tweet before. You know, it's like just a new thing that you can wake up and just read the news straight. I mean, I, I that part, I, you know, like I said, the reason I wanted to do a podcast is I'm sick of doing not not these kind of interviews, but you know, for like, uh, you know, mainstream kind of you know written press. It's just I'll just I just want to say it myself. I understand why he would want to just have a direct line to people. But um, yeah, that that bit I understand. What what do you think about the conversation about political correctness in general? Because I think it's it's tempting to say, like, uh, I can give an example. Maybe it's a bad example. Maybe it doesn't make any sense that they used to say with the uh, Jerry Springer show that that was the sign of like a society collapsing because we'd put this, you know, trash on TV and celebrate them. And there was this prevailing theory, which I think was correct, which is, no, we're actually so sanctimonious and so judgmental that we love putting these people on TV so that we can look down on them. And is it possible that the political... I understand that winning the presidency indicates that you've struck a nerve with millions and millions of people, but is it only special for somebody to poke at the political correctness wave because it is so all-consumingly successful. Will this guy not be... Is he the beginning of a trend of more and more politicians who will follow this playbook and maybe even take it to the next level, or will he be a historical aberration? I'm inclined to think when he's gone, we have a bunch of people who go back to shaking their thumb at us and telling us, my fellow Americans. I I think what you're saying is right, which is, as far as my in my lifetime, it's really just it's just a pendulum. It's just like it swings so far one way than the other. Then you're going to get like, it does appear as if Trump is the opposite of Obama, you know, just like it swung so far one way, then you go the other way. You know, it's like my, that was obviously the, you know, thing with my, when my first record came out, it's like, man, he's being so politically incorrect and all that shit, which I was not really the point. I just didn't want to, like I said, not censor it. So it came out, you know, like just for example, the song I was talking about before, fuck you bitch. It wasn't, I didn't want to say, you know, it wasn't women or bitches or fuck all bitches. It was just this girl pissed me off who dumped me. Yes. At the time she dumped me, I was pissed, mm-hmm. so I called her a bitch, and I didn't think twice about it. Fuck so. you, bitch, has probably been the working title of, like, thousands of hit songs. Exactly. And it's I'm, like I, the old scrambled eggs, it was almost, it was almost when, it, when the album started taking off, I'm like, like I said, I'm not that smart. I mean, like, I just was the, was I the first guy to in country music to think about not mm-hmm. pulling back, so, like, but then you know you got to think about with the new one you know it's like you don't want to just curse just to curse or just be politically incorrect to do it but and you don't feel like you do that in your music um i i don't think so i mean if if people said that i do i mean i i don't have a it's a tough counter argument because if it's between you know you know girl and bitch or you know like vagina and cunt i'm always going to choose the dirtier word just because I, I enjoy saying it and i enjoy pushing buttons but it's not just the, it's not i don't do it just to push the buttons but um it's just a you know there's so much it's also like i said it's a it's a fuck you to this disgusting country music establishment we have right now which is just full of just horrible fucking garbage and horrible garbage people and horrible garbage music that to stick out and I mean, it was almost a trick is get this really, you know, classic country sound and put this filth on top of it to get attention for it because of my love for real, honest, good country. That The album sounds great. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Well, the we got the top, you know, the best players in town and Dave Cobb, who produced it, you know, Grammy winning producer, produced Stapleton and Sturgill and all those guys. And mm-hmm. I mean, I have two like the people behind my who work on my music are just, I mean, I'm, it's not really fair that I get to work with them, but to, to really pay tribute to this music I love, I really, it's almost like I have to be quote unquote loud about it, you know, to get the attention. It's sad that it, that's just like a good country song that sounds country can't get played on the radio because, you know, the way rock is dying, you know, like real country music is dying. It's, it's, yes. it, it's not really, mm-hmm. 
certainly you can't get on the radio. You can't get you know. no. But that might not matter if you're the biggest thing. You know, the, the, the vast majority of kids are getting their music off of YouTube, say, and Spotify, say. If you have the biggest song on YouTube and Spotify, I would argue that even if FM radio pretends that you don't exist, you you have the biggest. Well, Nashville's song. Ex- you have the biggest song in America. Well, Nashville's pretending Sturgill doesn't exist. He's doing. I think his next tour will probably be arenas. Um, literally, he's. Ne- I don't know that he's ever really gotten any radio play. Mm-hmm. I don't even know that he's that big on YouTube. I'd have to check, but you know, he just got his people and they love him and they know he kills it live and they, he's got his fans and you know. He was nominated for be- album of the year at the Grammys. Was wasn't nominated for anything. The the ACMs, which is coming up to the Academy of Country Music Awards, which honors country music, he was nominated for nothing at that. Yet he was nominated for album of the year in the Grammys, which makes no fucking sense. Right. So the Grammys says he's the best guy in country music. He won co- country album of the year, mm-hmm. and that Nashville establishment's country award says he's not even you know not even like song nothing. Literally. Well, there's a rare moment no. of credibility for the Grammys. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that's you know, I don't want to give them too much credit. No, of course, no, nobody does. Yeah. Um, can I can I ask you to perform a song? We've sure. been talking about your music all this time. I'm sure people are curious exactly what it is we have been referring to. This is Wheeler Walker Jr. at Wheeler Walker Jr. on Twitter. You're an active tweeter and a. Um, well, when people piss me off, I, I go. I and was um, a belligerent one. Yeah, well, now that I got people I work with, can you hear me now? Um, yeah, close enough. Everybody can now hear Now that I got people I can I work with, I get nonstop texts like "shut the fuck up" because you know. There's, there's a, a lot. There's a lot of tweets. I'm not gonna lie. There's, there's, uh, you know, I don't have a big team, but I got enough people that you know they want to, they get a piece of what I get. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's got this shit. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, this is a beautiful guitar. It's a beautiful Gibson guitar. It's got your name inlaid on the fretboard. I've got yeah, all kinds G- of respect Gibson, for that. Gibson, um, I'll give them a shout-out. Gibson's Factory in Nashville. Mm-hmm. They were fans, and they said, you know, we want to make you a guitar, and we'll, and we'll put your name on it and give you... See how it's got the old the old stuff? It's, it's a J45. It's a, it's a beautiful guitar, and they put my name on it. Now, the, the headstock's what you're talking about, yeah. the part with the toonie bits for people who don't know. Is that... Is that the current Gibson logo, or is that the an that's old the, Gibson the, logo? That's the old one. Wow, I'm, I, I guess I've never seen that. It's I wouldn't have noticed it, but it is. I mean, it looks like the old guitar. I mean, it, yeah. and it plays just as. I mean, they got the technology to make it sound so fucking great. And um, to put my name on the guitar like they used to do for you know all my heroes, Waylon, all those guys, um, is really fucking cool for me. Well, you got your capo on, and uh, how about it? What are you gonna play for us? Well, yeah, I don't really have the new ones ready. Mm-hmm. Because they haven't really come out yet, even though you, you, you've heard them. Um, but probably a lot of your fans haven't heard the old the old classics, so I'll just play Fuck You Bitch as we've been talking about it. Sounds great. How's that sound? Beautiful. You say we're done. You packed up your stuff. It's really over, so you've had enough There's one thing I'd like to say Before you leave Fuck you, bitch You broke my heart Fuck your friends For tearing us apart Fuck your dog comes home Fuck you bitch Hope you wind up alone Now you're gone I'm by myself Jerking off To pictures on myself But before Swap on your face I just scream Fuck you bitch You broke my heart Fuck your friends Tearing us apart Fuck your dog Hope he never comes home Fuck you bitch Hope you wind up alone
days out Found someone new Well I hope He does it for you But if not And you call me up Darling play Please Fuck you bitch You broke my heart Fuck your friends For tearing us apart Fuck your dog Hope he never comes home Fuck you bitch Hope you wind up alone Fuck you bitch Hope you wind up alone Wheeler Walker Jr., thank you for that. I am jealous of the people who, um, I don't know what size venues you're playing. If you're going to be in a certain size place, people are not going to be caught unawares. They're going to buy a ticket to get in there. But if you play more of a bar and grill type scenario, the people who don't know what they have, what they are, have in store for them are going to have a great time with this, and I'm sure already do. Yeah, well, the cool thing... In- is that it? Like I said, it took off in a way that I wasn't expecting. I mean, I put out the the, the last record, which this song is from. The first record's called Redneck Shit. And I put it out as kind of just a fuck you to Nashville. I'm gonna put out this record. I'm gonna be banned for life, and that'll be it. End of my country career. And it debuted in the top ten on the Billboard country charts, and that's kind of what started the whole thing. Was like, what the fuck's going on here? And we went out and played shows and playing decent sized places and selling them all out. There was um, a lyric in there, if I understood you correctly. The twang is a lot more uh, pronounced when you sing than when you talk. Yeah, I mean, I go back. I mean, Kentucky is actually a little more north than a lot of people think. Um, I um, because I when you grow up, it's almost like I, I. It's probably like you know, like a like a like Green Day when they sing, it sounds like they're English because they grew up listening to all the English punk. Yeah, and I grew the, up the Mid Atlantic. They call and, them. I, and I grew up listening to you know the Dwight Yoakams and mm-hmm. the Waylands and all that Willie and shit. So it probably comes out a little more when I sing than yeah. you know, when I'm talking. But um, you know, my mom's from Nashville and dad's from Kentucky, so there's a mix between the Nashville's much more southern in many ways. Although now it's becoming a little more like Vegas, you know, that everyone's moving there, but. Kentucky, although most people consider it the South, I certainly do. Um, the 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 accents go in and out. From uh, you know, there's a lot of people from Kentucky just sound like they're from fucking you know New York, not New York, but you know, Ohio. Ohio's yeah. right above it, so it's uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's more people get shocked. I think sometimes when they look at the map and see Kentucky a little higher than they think. Right. Well, it's very Southern in spirit, I'm sure. Oh yeah. So did I catch a lyric in there correctly about uh, jerking off to pictures of yourself? No, people always hear that. People always get that line wrong, and um, uh-huh. I don't mind that they hear it wrong. But um, there's the worse. Is, there's worse mishearings. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's certainly some uh, something I would sing. Mm. It's jerk. It's uh, jerking off to pictures on my cell. Oh, but bef- and then the next line is before I swipe on your face, I scream. You know, I just scream. So it's looking. Th- I wanted to again. It, the what, what I'm trying to do with this music is just uh, a girl dumped me. Mm-hmm. Her fucking friends didn't like me. Right. She had a fucking annoying dog. Why sugarcoat this? Yeah, and uh, I I had a bunch of pictures on my cell phone I was looking at that was bumming me out. I was like, yeah. I mean, just put in an order that fucking works and rhymes, you know, and just not overthink it too much. Um, yeah, songwriting doesn't have to be complicated. Because I, I, I did hear recently that that is a bit of a fetish, and that was news to me. Did you know this? That there, it's a, an established fetish. People are into this. Um being sexually attracted to yourself as as a member of the opposite sex huh, the idea that well, i i would i would find it very very sexy to think about if i were a woman what it would be like for me to fuck me well that's an interesting way to get a line wrong to get us down a really weird road but um <laughs> I, was I don't gonna think shoehorn it that way know, no matter it, what I think in public, you know, I would probably get on stage with a few beers in me, claim I, I jack off to pictures of myself, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I could. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the uh, – go ahead. I was just saying, um, you know, it's uh, – it's, I'm just – I don't know. I think what you said just kind of blew my mind that there's people who are would, would actually jack off to their own picture. <laughs> I mean, it seems like something I would. It seems like something I would sing, but probably not actually do. Right, 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 right. Well, I think you'd need to dress it up again. I think a critical part of the kink is uh, yourself as a member of the opposite sex. I'd be impressed and uh, terrified of uh, 
There's not a whole lot of people that I could imagine masturbating to the thought of themselves, but I do fear one of yeah, them. Yeah, I, I, I think our, our also part of, part of me is now kind of freaking out the idea of what I'd look like as a woman, yeah. which would not be a pretty sight. Probably um, not. Probably not. Um, do you um, do you mention that the groupies and all that on the road isn't all it's cracked up to be? But do you get a fair bit of tank tank thrown your way as a breakout outlaw country superstar? Yeah, I mean that's really like I said. There's a lot of the new records about that, and it's a it's a lot of it is about um, uh, I don't know how to. I mean, I'm ca- it's called Old Wheeler for a couple reasons. One is one of my favorite Waylon records called Old Wayland, so I just kind of stole that from him, and um, steal from the best. Yeah, and I mean to, I've been meaning to talk, Shooter Jennings, uh, his son. I've been meaning to kind of talk to him and let him know that I called it that. Uh, cause I know him a little bit, and I was a. Uh, at this point, I hope he's fine with it because it's it's a little late. It's on the cover, but it's also kind of about g- getting older now. You know, getting older and these, you know, meeting girls half your age on the road and kind of like this new world. You know, you meet a girl and she there's these all these fucking like I signed up my people told me to sign up for Snapchat, which has ruined my fucking life. All it is is just dudes sending me their fucking dicks nonstop. I hear that. I th- I was told to be tits. I didn't see it, but like. Tits or di- who the fuck's fuck you know like, in some ways now I feel like the old man in this world you know yeah. like I'm meeting girls twenty ish girls thir- whatever late twenties and like hey well you know what's your number I'm gonna I'm gonna send you my I'm gonna send you a picture of my pussy it's like my first thought I mean my first initial thought was like you know giving her my number my second thought is like who's this who's her fucking dad she's just texting pictures of her fucking twat around to just strangers who she's liked her their show and it. I think it was me, like I said, playing old time country in this new world mm-hmm. was throwing me. Is was really what was behind the new record? Is um yes, these are not uh, uh, problems Johnny Cash ever faced. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever texted Johnny Cash their twat. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it'd be a, you know, be a hell of a story. Um, but it's just you know, a uh, a cowboy singer in a modern world was kind of where I was coming from on the record. So it's a little, it's strange. And like I said, it's. A lot of it about, you know, um, your dreams coming true and realizing, you know, you're out on the road, big shows, album selling, top 10 record, and, you know, everybody wanting you and realizing it's just not that fucking great. Like I said, like, what am I going to do? Just grab a girl and throw her on the bus and just take her to my the next, you know, I'm not staying in town for the night. You know, it's like, if you told me this f- 10 years ago, I would have been like shut the fuck up you know i don't want right. to hear about your bitching but yeah that's, about, actually, that's you, about where i'm coming down exactly on. <laughs> well that's where most people listening are probably coming down on it but <laughs> yeah. but, but when it actually happens and you see some you know yeah you meet a girl at the show and she's you know really really hot and you're like um you know awesome it's like and you hear a bus call like you gotta get out to the bus to, to we're going we're moving mm-hmm. to the next town it's like turn what? the page yeah right and is that and then that life that i used to listen to all the time it's like Almost putting that back. It's like I'm rewriting these songs I heard as a kid, these Bob Seger songs I heard as a kid, but in my own kind of yeah. Well, they're real. They're real to you now. Well, you're an inspiration to us all for uh, soldiering forward despite having to turn down all that sweet, sweet tang out on the road. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, that's really the the struggle. I'll I'll throw some of that. Come to a show and uh, hang out with me after. I'll throw some of that tang your way. All right, we gotta go. It's been a pleasure spending time with you. Well, thanks for having me, man. Wheeler Walker Jr. Wheeler Walker Jr. on Twitter. The new album Old Wheeler will be released on June. Second. Thank you.